welcome to the Lakshmi Mittal South Asia Institute, or SAI as we're usually known here, at Harvard University. My name is Hasit Shah. When I first came to Harvard in 2013 as a Neiman Berkman Fellow in Journalism Innovation, one of the best things I did was attend an inspiring South Asian history class, which happened to be taught by one of the world's great historians. Shogata Bose is the Gardner Professor of Oceanic History and Affairs here at Harvard. He's also a member of India's parliament. I caught up with Professor Bose as he was about to leave for Bangladesh. On behalf of SAI, he's speaking at the Dhaka Art Summit, a huge South Asian cultural event that takes place from the 2nd to the 10th of February. He's been visiting the country ever since it was founded in 1971. My father used to look after the children uh, in these uh, refugee camps. Uh, I had uh, grown up seeing a lot of poverty in Calcutta, but I hadn't quite uh, witnessed the kind of uh, human misery I, I saw in those, uh, those refugee camps. Uh, you know, altogether nearly 10 million people crossed the border of East Pakistan uh, into the various uh, bordering states of India. Uh, but beyond just uh, caring for the children in the refugee camps, my father had set up uh, what was called uh, a Netaji field hospital uh, in a village called Bokchara, just on the West Bengal side of the border with what was then East Pakistan. And wounded soldiers of the Bangladesh Mukti Bahani, the Liberation Army, used to be uh, brought there, and uh, doctors and surgeons from Calcutta would be doing operations on them. And, and I actually, that's the only time in my life that I've witnessed uh, such sort of surgery taking place, uh, almost in the open. Um, very often there would be no saline, and so coconut water would be used in place of uh, saline. And uh, I used to go with my father right up to the border once we almost crossed the no man's land. And this was in late November of 1971. So that was during that fateful year. Um, but then uh, as a, a PhD student in Cambridge, I was working on the economic history of, uh, of India, including Eastern India, what is now Bangladesh, and the impact of the Depression. So. In the winter of 1979-80, I went to Bangladesh to do some research. Uh, and I lived in the teacher-student center, that famous TSC of Dhaka University. Uh, Bangladesh's national archives hadn't yet been set up, so I worked in the Bangladesh Secretariat record room. Um, and uh, I also visited a number of district record rooms in old Dhaka and also Mamansingh and so forth. Uh, and uh, some of the research that I had done in Bangladesh found its way into my doctoral dissertation and then my, you know, first book. It's a country that, and I remember you telling us this in, in class actually, that in terms of its progress in many um, social and economic indicators is actually doing better than the popular imagination suggests. First of all, I think Bangladesh has made uh, remarkable progress on many fronts. I just told you that I 
went as a graduate student to uh, Bangladesh in 1979-80. At that time, uh, uh, there were hardly any cars in the streets of Dhaka. Uh, the few cars that you saw uh, all had number plates beginning with Shah Shaw, which is Shahadjo Shangstha, aid agency. And now, of course, uh, if you uh, go to Dhaka, uh, you will be caught in uh, one of the worst uh, traffic jams that you can imagine uh, anywhere in the world. Now, so that may not be the kind of progress that we might that we would wish to celebrate. But on other fronts, um, the uh, I think that Bangladesh has made. Remarkable progress uh, in the field of women's uh, empowerment and girls' education. And uh, women's participation in the labor force in Bangladesh is much, much higher than in India. And uh, in terms of uh, girls' access to primary education and also increasingly secondary education, Bangladesh has done better not just than the Indian average, but Bangladesh has done better than West Bengal in the last uh, 15 or, or 20 years. In terms of a decline in fertility rates, again, Bangladesh's performance is much better than, than India's performance. So something clearly has been happening in Bangladesh uh, which, is, uh, which is very positive. Now, it's hard to say, you know, what impact this particular burden of refugees from Myanmar will have on the future of Bangladesh. But, uh, but at least I think Bangladesh is now um, a, a, a self-confident country which is able to, you know, take on this kind of a burden. I still remember in the aftermath of 1971, uh, you know, many commentators saying that Bangladesh will be a basket case in economic terms. I think uh, those doomsayers have been proved wrong. Uh, Bangladesh, f for all its, you know, problems, uh, has, you know, progressed in many different ways. And certainly when it comes to social indicators in the field of uh, education and health, it is actually doing better than its uh, South Asian neighbors. So that's, that's very positive. Uh, and, and as for uh, uh, the arts, you know, uh, Bangladesh, I feel, has certainly done more for, um, you know, Bangla literature in the post-1947 period uh, than my own state of uh, West Bengal. I mean, it's a delight to go to uh, uh, to Bangladesh and actually see all the street names and shop names in uh, in Bangla. But quite apart from that, in terms of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Bengali fiction, Bengali poetry, uh, Bengali music, some of the finest. Uh, 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 performers of the music of Tagore and Nozrul, but also Tulprashad and D.L. Roy are in Bangladesh. It's called the Dhaka Art Summit, but it could in fact have been called an Asian Art Summit because it is going to engage with the creative arts uh, from all over Asia and in fact 
the whole world. But there is a very strong inter-Asian dimension uh, to what is being uh, exhibited uh, and promoted in Dhaka uh, this uh, February uh, 2018. And I will myself take part in, uh, you know, two sessions. Uh, one is uh, with um, uh, collaborators uh, who are doing an installation on the environmental challenges in Oceania. Uh, and uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing the installation uh, and then taking part in a discussion with Cosmin uh, Costinas from Hong Kong and uh, Nabil Ahmed, who's from Bangladesh, but who's worked uh, on, on Oceania. And in addition to that, uh, I've been asked to speak in what is called the Education Pavilion on Bengal's oceanic horizons. You know, Bengal has never been inward-looking, uh, despite the pride that Bengalis take in their own language and literature and culture and music and so on. And food. Uh, and food, too. 